is About Town. I'm your host, Blakely Freed. It's Sunday, October 29th, and we have a special bonus episode featuring Connie Cronley's October column. Here's more from Connie. This column is titled, Any Fool Could Do It. You know how when you start thinking about something serious, your mind bounces from one subject to another like a pinball machine? That's how it was when I started thinking about the writers and actors strike. My first thought was a line from a play. Any fool could do it. It's a 1936 play titled You Can't Take It With You by George S. Kaufman and Moss Hart. When a stuffy society woman dismisses the notion of trying something new, an unpretentious woman assures her, oh, any fool could do it. I always laugh at this line, especially when the emphasis is on the word any. No wonder the self-important woman is taken aback. One of the issues of the entertainment strike is artificial intelligence and how this might replace workers with computerization. The publishing industry also sees AI snapping at its heels. This is an old, old story. How many jobs have been lost to industrialization and automation in the name of progress? In the 1440s, Johann Gutenberg's printing press replaced scribes. During the agricultural revolution, Jethro Tull's invention of the seed driller in 1701, and then Cyrus McCormick's mechanical wheat reaper in 1837, were more efficient and they increased productivity, but laborers lost traditional professions. The Industrial Revolution that began in the late 18th century brought phenomenal economic growth and reshaped the world, but with what could be called in kind terms unintended consequences. The cotton gin, mechanical looms, steam engine, the Bessemer process also spawned slave labor, textile mills with child labor, urban factories with attendant urban slums and poverty. As British historian E.P. Thompson said, the process of industrialization is necessarily painful. Progress is not without resistance. No matter how much Matt Damon and George Clooney voice support of the strike or how flagrantly Susan Sarandon carries a sign in the picket line, they do not match the opposition of Ned Ludd a young apprentice textile worker in England in 1779. He led British weavers and textile workers in rebellion against the new mechanized looms and knitting frames. There were riots. The British government came to the aid of the factory owners and citizen soldiers. Some rioters were shot, some were arrested, hanged, and others were sent to Australia. Ludd may be a mythical character like Robin Hood, but the name Luddite became shorthand for anybody resisting new technology. I think I'm a Luddite. I appreciate efficiency and economy, but I've seen Amazon and Walmart eliminate small retail businesses. I've watched as instant cameras quietly replace commercial photographers. I see self-checkout stations instead of clerks. I resent phone calls answered by automation, not a real person. 
I remember busy TV studios with camera operators pushing, pulling, panning, focusing the great cameras while a director sat in a booth above, literally calling the shots. Today, a TV studio is as silent as a church, with one guy at a computer over in a corner directing the cameras like drones. Saddest of all, to me, has been the death of the newspaper industry. Newsrooms were once alive with talent and tension, deadlines, laughter, and temper. Today's reporters often work remotely. Far too many local newspapers are gone entirely. Conscientious professionals, outdated as mule traders. One of the tragedies of Arthur Miller's death of a salesman is the loss of identity and self-respect when a job is gone. Of course we ought not to invest our entire beings into our jobs, but there is nobility in doing rewarding work. The pandemic accelerated change in the job market and workforce, and some of it is good. My resentment is being pushed into an automated life. But how antiquated am I to cite stage plays as my moral coordinates? But stage plays are the work of real people. I guess I'm afraid I'm next. Your work, your job, your career, your profession. Oh, any fool can do it. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for listening. And on another note, I just wanted to say thank you for listening specifically to me all of these months. This is going to be my last episode of About Town, but I appreciate getting to share all of the news of Tulsa with you all every other week. Thanks for listening. And I won't catch you next time, but someone else will on About Town.